You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Welcome back, BetQL Daily, right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, with you. On a Friday, Football Friday, presented by BetMGM, as we get set for the NFC Championship game Sunday, Lincoln Financial Field, Eagles, a two-and-a-half point there, basically the whole week. I mean, really, that opened a little mm-hmm. bit less, and it got, it got bet to two-and-a-half. It hasn't touched the three. I don't think it's going to. We're at two-and-a-half now, 46-and-a-half on the total. The Eagles off of a demolition of the Giants, and, of course, the Niners off of a slugfest, or slogfest, I should say, against the Cowboys, 19-12. Um, I, the story is Purdy, right? The story is Purdy against the number one pass defense in the NFL. That, that's that's the way I, I view this game. And I, Joe, I mentioned to you a few minutes ago. I just I wonder what kind of game we get because we have an insane amount of playmakers, and yet two great defenses. Like who wins, the playmakers or the defenses when they're matched up against each other? The top offenses or top defenses? I don't know. I don't know how this plays out. Well, maybe it can be a, a mix and match there. A little bit of uh, one offense and a little bit of one specific defense. I I am getting a little concerned. And this we're not going to shock anyone by saying that we're on the Eagles if you've listened at all this week. And we talked to Ian McMillan earlier. He said uh, Chiefs Eagles, and I I feel like that's been the theme all week, is it not? Like every guest we have on. Everybody seems to be on Chiefs, Chiefs, Eagles as a Super Bowl. Now maybe that's right. It's going to be a matchup of the one seeds, but um, and they're the ones for a reason. But have you heard much of the other side? I know you. It seems like you're on Bengals, right? You like the Bengals. I'm on Bengals, some, and I do think way. Eagles Niners is tougher than you and Paul do. Like I think this is going to be a big challenge for the Eagles to win this game. I do think they'll okay. win, but I don't feel as like sure of it. So. Yeah, but we not have any of our guests mentioned 49ers first winning the game? I don't think so. I haven't heard anybody that's on the Niners. It, but that just might be what we're seeing in the gambling space right now. People have been betting against Purdy for a while. They're waiting for the other shoe to drop. And it, it was felt like it was close last week. So now a second straight week, not extra time to prepare. Shanahan can open, only help you so much. Now you're going to really be under pressure. First it was the Cowboys, now do it against the Eagles. See, the Eagles aren't going to be limited on the scoreboard. What the Cowboys score, 13 points last week? Like We're going to see more to Jalen Hurst than we saw from Dak. Like that, That's the big difference in this specific matchup. So I think that's, uh, that's a lot of what people are seeing. And I'm thrilled to see right now that that pretty interception number is actually coming down a little bit. Uh, minus 135. Have, have you seen it posted anywhere where they ladder the interceptions? Because uh, PA is all over the three-plus, if you can find that. <laughs> Paul sent us a screenshot last time. One book has them as over one and a half you could bet on. You could bet the interception over one and a half. Oh, okay. Okay. Which is interesting. Would, um, what was the payout on that? So that was... Plus 333. Is that enough? I don't think so. As much as good as a game as I was talking yesterday, 
I think I'd rather like that 140 came down to 135 minus 135 on the over a half. I think that's a pretty good price. I know there's some one minus 160s out there. I will mm-hmm. I will bet the over a half with that juice a couple different times probably. Already one's in there. But I, I think I'd rather do that. Two two interceptions is a lot, honestly. I mean it that's is. especially for a team that's gonna run the ball. Like honestly, I'm starting to get I'm 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 in on the one interception, but he might throw. Maybe look at attempts. Is he gonna throw the ball more than twenty five times? Yeah. If and if he starts turning the ball over, which isn't Shanahan going to adjust? It's it's well, his run game too. against the weakness of the Eagles. So maybe you get yes. one in there, but is it gonna keep happening? If it's a blowout, he has to pass. That's the problem, right? But so, and, and kinda, here's what we don't know about him. He, mm-hmm. There's almost no games this year and, and no attempts where he's down in the second half. So here's a stat for you. I found this amazing because he's played now for, what, seven weeks? So Brock Purdy went trailing in the second half. 14 of 23, which means he only has 23 attempts when trailing in the second half in two months. 14 of 23, no touchdowns, two picks, 53 passer rating. He's, it's almost he's never down, and when he is, he's stunk. So can the right. Eagles get the lead is, is really the story of, of this bet, of the picks, of the Eagles. Can the Eagles get up on him? That's we're, we're, not talk- Everything- Everything's we're not talking script. like Everything's he's – uh, yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, we're not talking like this is a quarterback who hasn't thrown a pick in the last three games, but that, that's what we're talking about. He's thrown an interception the last three games. I know. And uh, there's a lot of assumption that, that it's all going to come to a head in this one. I agree with that. I'm on that side. But um, I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> it's, I, will, uh, I will officially how's, how's walk back rate? my three plus. Yeah, I was just going to look at that uh, at his bad yeah. ball rate. You're walking back three plus? That's quite a stance. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How does the history of this stuff matter at all to you guys, or are those isolated things, the four rookies that have played in this spot? Because they've all stumped. Well, well, yeah, and not only have they been bad, not only are they 0-4, but to, uh, to Paul's point that he's now walking back, which makes me want to bet it, is Flacco in this spot through three picks, Roethlisberger in this spot through three picks. Their own four straight up, four touchdowns, nine picks. It was what, Sean King... Flacco, Roethlisberger, and Sanchez was the last one. Sanchez, sir. And the Sanchez, my guy, Mark Sanchez. Um, but Any the, Jets quarterback only, is your guy. Only Roethlisberger was within a three-point spread, though. The other ones were supposed to be lopsided games. Mm-hmm. I think Sean King was like a two-touchdown dog. Flacco was like a six-and-a-half-point dog. Sanchez, Sanchez, eight-and-a-half-point dog. Like, they weren't supposed to be in those games. Roethlisberger was this, – this, is, this reminds me of the Roethlisberger thing, except he was a first-round pick. But, like, he got a long win streak, three-point dog in the title game, and it went sideways on him. You know, um, the first question I got on radio in Buffalo yesterday was, uh, is, there a, is there a Boston Scott – in this game, <laughs> is there an eagle that goes off against the Niners? Uh, we don't have one of those, correct? No, and and no, they don't have much history. I mean, first of all, it's weird. I think they've only they've only played one playoff game against each, against each other ever, which is just bizarre to me. 
they've both been pretty good teams for a long time. But, yeah, there's not much history with the, these particular players and teams, except A.J. Brown did torch the Niners last year when he was a Titan. So maybe it's A.J. The, so Purdy, bad ball rate, 13.3%. Um, so not great, definitely above league average. Um, but the Boston Scott mentioned, saw this prop yesterday, which I bet last night. First touchdown scorer and method. And the listed players were Boston Scott, Kenny Gainwell, Miles Sanders, Debo Samuel, Christian McCaffrey. I think that was it. Passing or rushing, which gives you a no TD by those guys. The first TD basically being someone else was plus 580. So you get Goddard, Ayuk, Purdy, Kittle, um, Hertz, all in that basket. They put all three Eagles running backs as an option. So, which to me, I, I especially against a good run defense, I think you're getting some value on it being someone other than those five players at plus 580. So, who are the five players? Three ba- Eagles backs and Hertz? And then a No, Hertz is not in there. Three Eagles backs, oh. Debo, CMC. Not A.J. Brown? No. You get A.J. Brown or Devontae? and Devontae Smith. Yes. So, you get Brown, Hertz, Devontae. And who, 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 you got Kittle too? Kittle, Goddard, Ayuk. Oh my God. I'm playing Elijah Mitchell. Plus, five, plus 580? Yes. I thought it was a dead when I woke up. It almost feels like, like there's a mistake. It what almost feels like be? they're telling us McCaffrey's going to score the first touchdown. Like that's the way that's right. being lined. And the reason mm. I found is because I bet Sanders and Brown on their own. And then I was looking at other for like first touchdown at like nine to one. And then I was looking at other options and that was one. It was crazy. That's pretty good, man. That's a good one. Uh, what do you think that price should be? I think what would be fair if you saw it? Like, uh, okay. That makes sense. Plus 200. It just feels like you're getting a lot of options. Three to one. Yeah. 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 I, like I that. just think you're getting incredible value of plus 580. All right, who here thinks uh, we're going to see a blowout in the NFC Championship? Oh, I, I lied. Elijah Mitchell is in there, but he's not one that I'm really Fine. about. Whatever. So all the running backs yeah. and Debo. Okay. Okay, so you had a quarterback run or a passing touchdown, you're, you're golden. Yeah. For the most part, except for well, Debo. not to those And guys. a running back. Yeah. yeah. Right. Right. Who thinks we're seeing a, a blowout? I don't. Hmm. How about double if digits? Does, Let's go double digits. Double digits in the second half. Like, Eagles are up by seven. Purdy has to throw and makes a big mistake that kind of turns the game. Yep. Love the Eagles. Favorite side of the weekend. Like it more than the Chiefs. I know you Fly do. Eagles I hope you're right. You know what's kind of interesting about how close – or not close this game might be. And I wonder if they're offering special. We're going to get this weekend specials here. I'm seeing in the specials at one book, you can get a prop on either team to win in overtime. Like it's highlighted. In this game or just the weekend? This game. 22 to 1 on the Niners to win in overtime. 18 to 1 on the Eagles to win in overtime.
I think it's close. I think it's a very close game. I mean, it's you're probably in better shape. Even like it's gonna the other game's probably gonna be higher scoring, but it's also closer. I guess yeah. Yeah, I guess if you're gonna pick one of the two, this might be the one. So here's another thing I think is kind of interesting. Um, how these teams play it, like, are they going to be aggressive, these coaches, or because it might be low scoring, do they take field goals? Like, do you keep trying to push the envelope against these two defenses, or when you're on the 25-yard line and it's fourth and two, you say, I'll take three, and we'll just keep putting points on the board. I feel like these teams are usually aggressive, especially the Eagles, but is this the spot, or do we get field goals? With yeah, that, I, I think Shanahan will kick field goals. I think mm-hmm. Sirianni, if he stays true to form and against that passing defense, will have an opportunity. So I'm glad you, you mentioned that. We can look at the props for the kickers. Do you know Robbie Gold and never, never missed one in the playoffs? Never. Yep. 29 of 29. And Jake Elliott is perfect as well since he came into the league. These two combined are 41-41 on field goals in the playoffs. With these good defenses, are you telling us that we should be looking at some of these kicker props? That's what I'm wondering. Like, these teams get stopped at the 25-yard line. Are, they, are these coaches just going to say, I'll take three because this is coming down to a point or two, and i got to get points every time? So would you uh, be more inclined to go over one-and-a-half field goals made or over six-and-a-half points? The points is juice more. That makes me think over one-and-a-half in the field goals, especially with gold. Yeah, I kind of like the talking over field goals. Six and a half. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, you like the over six and a half. Okay. But in the Are other you... game, uh, over, I was thinking over one and a half for Butker. Like, they're not going to go for it on fourth and five with a banged up Mahomes. Like, they get inside the red zone, they're probably kicking a couple field goals. <clears throat> okay, interesting. Because my first thought was to go under on field goals with those guys, just because that is more likely to be a touchdown game. Yeah, I just wonder, first drive, first couple drives, Mahomes, feeling out Mahomes, and it's at minus 105. Like, at four, on fourth and five, aren't you kicking because of everything that can go wrong? You could. Probably not. I'm not. What do you think Reed would do? What's Reed and Taylor going to do? Andy spots? has a conservative side. He does. Yep especially when everything's on the line. But I, I, I think yeah. the, the of the four, though, we would point to Shanahan being the most conservative. And I would say Sirianni being the most aggressive by nature. But I just wonder if he's that this weekend or he's not. Yeah, we don't know. We haven't seen him in this spot yet. I mean, well, fine. It was a runaway last week. Right. And this is against a great defense. Like, how many chances is he going to have within Niners territory? Four? Mm-hmm. Five? Yeah. He, you just take points when you're there and, and hope you score on the other possessions? I don't know. We'll see. Weekend specials. We got a lot out there. We'll pick our favorite ones next on the Beck UL Network.